1: Hello and welcome to our fourth and final episode in our countdown to the greatest Reading FC 11 from the last 50 years. So we've already got our keeper, defenders and midfielders. So today we're going to select our two greatest Reading forwards from the last 50 years. And just a reminder how it works. So at the start of this, I selected a shortlist. Johnny selected a shortlist. And you, the fans, have been sending in your greatest Reading FC 11s from the last 50 years. So I'm sure we've included some players who the listeners don't think should have been on the shortlist. In fact, I know that's the case. Um, And I'm sure we've also missed out some players who probably should have been on our shortlists. Um, So before we talk about the the strikers or the forwards or whatever you want to call them, um, here's a recap of our team so far. So our keeper is Steve Death with Shaka Hislop on the bench. Our defenders are Nicky Shorey, Graham Murty, Martin Hicks and A.D. Williams with Dylan Kerr on the bench. And our midfielders are Michael Jilks on the left, Phil Parkinson and Steve Sidwell in the centre and Glenn Little on the right. And we've got two midfield subs, Simon Osborne and Mick Gooding. So... Um, now to find our two greatest reading forwards from the last fifty years, and once again, Johnny, I think we're going to have a few dilemmas here, aren't we? Yeah, where do you start? But, but we, so we've we've opted for five subs on the bench, which does mean that we've uh, we've got room for one striker yeah. on the bench, um, which makes life a little bit easier. Um, but it's still going to be tough. there will be. A few players left out that uh, a lot of the fans will think should have been in the starting eleven. So definitely. Um, so let's let's make a start. Our first name on the list, and and this is kind of roughly in chronological order. So um, we start with Les Chapel, uh, played for Reading between 1969 and 1974. He was top scorer twice in 1973 and 1974. And he made more than 200 appearances and scored 90 goals. Um, Pretty good uh, goal scoring ratio for a striker. Um, But now we come to, um, you know, an all-time Reading hero, Robin Friday, player of the year and top scorer in 1975 and 1976. He played 121 games, scored 53 goals he was like the George Best of, of Reading, wasn't he? Just uh, yeah. an amazing player, and obviously we've we've had his daughter on talking about her, her dad and what he was like as a, a person. And uh, many Reading fans regard him as um, the greatest Reading player of all time, and we'll be we'll be coming to that on an, another episode. But Johnny, if you can sum up Robin Friday, what would you have to say about him?
0: Genius, maverick, and still. I think people just still talk about him and that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Real it legend. Certainly,
1: it certainly does. Um, so we, we got a lot of players to get through, so we're not going to spend too much time on each one. Um, Cause we don't want the episode to be too long. The defenders one went on for a bit. Um, although that was a lot to do with the fact that we were talking about Dylan and Nikki Shorey for about half an hour, I think. So <laughs> we're not going to do that on this one. Um, Next player on the list is Mike Kearney, um, and he's going to be a guest uh, soon. So um, Mike was joint top scorer in 1980. He made 145 appearances, 36 goals. Um, And then Pat Earls, top scorer in 1978, 79 and 80, and he played close to 300 games. He scored 85 goals. And obviously, Pat Earls, Johnny, he's, he's someone that some of the younger Reading fans might not have heard of. But certainly, if you go back to the late 70s, um, he was, I guess he was kind of the Adam LaFondra of the time, wasn't he? Um, not yeah. necessarily in playing style, but certainly, um, you know, Adam Lafondre scored. Um, he was top scorer three seasons in a row. Same with Pat Earls. Um, do
0: you do you ever remember seeing him play? I have to say I didn't, but I know I know my dad did. Um, yeah. Again, one of those players. A player, and probably like you say, doesn't get the the, the coverage or the plaudits that yeah. people would, you know, for others at that time.
1: I mean, if you're if you're top scorer three seasons in a row, then I think you kind of qualify for legend status, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. But, well, we're moving on. Now, this is an interesting one, Steve Hetzky. Now, um, I did say right at the start, we, we might get a couple of things wrong here because Johnny and I, we go go back as fans to the 80s. Um, and, you know, we're both of a certain vintage. Um, so in the 70s, it's a bit sketchy, to say the least. Now, Steve Hetzky. Um Steve was actually mentioned last week on our midfielder shortlist. Um and he did play in a few positions but we're going to hold our hands up we we got that one a bit bit wrong and and he was best known really as a defender but he did play up front as well. So he should really have been part of our defenders list um but he he did play up front for much of the 1978-79 season I think and I think he scored um, I think it was nine goals when um, in the season when Reading won the Division 4 title in 79. And he also won Player of the Year in 1981. So actually, he's the only player to be mentioned on two of these lists. <laughs> and that's because he, he kind of deserves to get mentioned on both of the lists, but he should have been mentioned on the defenders list. And I think Martin Hicks mentioned him as well, didn't he? As a, as a great yeah. player. So, um, Steve Hetzky, I know he was he was a fan's favourite, wasn't he? Do you remember seeing him play?
0: Yeah, I did, actually. You're not many games, but again, one of those players that you just enjoyed watching. Um, yeah. And, and I think Martin
1: Hicks described him as, um, you know, kind of the, if you were going to design a centre-back, you know, that, that player would look like, yeah. Wouldn't he? That, that's what Martin Hicks said. So Martin Hicks, club legend. Um, if he says that, then uh, we're happy with that, aren't we? Definitely. <laughs> so um, moving on now, we're the next two players, definitely Reading legends without a shadow of a doubt. The first one is Kerry Dixon. Um, and Kerry, my, my dad was his agent. Um, he then moved on to Chelsea, of course. And he was top scorer three times, including a 32-goal season. Uh, he made 133 appearances, scored 57 goals. Um, he was just a, a goal scorer. Um, and I'm sure you, you probably saw him play, didn't you, Johnny?
0: Yeah, I, I did. Um, um, my brother's actually a big Chelsea fan and he loved him when he went there as well. Uh, but he was class, wasn't he? And he obviously went and played for England as well. Yeah, uh, and um, he,
1: um, he was like our next player. Um, you know, you could just rely on him to score goals. I mean, yeah. anyone who gets more than 30 goals in a season, um, definitely a, a Reading legend, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. And that certainly applies to the next player, Trevor Senior. And of course, a guest on the podcast on one of the early episodes, wasn't it? Um, he played more than 260 games across two spells with Reading Um And he scored 191 goals. He was player of the year in 89. And and listen to this. This It's going to take a little while. He was top scorer in the following seasons. Um, 83-84. He scored 41 goals. The following season, 84-85, 27. The following season, 85-86. He scored 31. And then guess what? The following season, 86-87, 24. And then he went away, didn't go that well. Um, or was it Watford and who else? Was it Middlesbrough as well? Middlesbrough, yeah. Um, and it kind of went okay, but not that well. And then he came back and picked up where he left off. So 88-89, he scored 24 goals, 89-90, 22 goals, and then 90 91 season, 15 goals.
0: Johnny, what can you say about Trevor? Senior? I think that says it all, doesn't it? I mean, to do that for seven seasons is unreal. Whatever level you're playing at to be able to do that,
1: yeah, agree. And, and listen, that that's a that's a good point that you've made there. Uh, um, I, I saw one comment on one of the um, Facebook groups, the Reading fan groups on Facebook. Someone said it has to be you know the the best Reading eleven from the last fifty years, and I, I kind of said it at the start of this. I think um, it it has to be the the one hundred and six team, and and I said, didn't I, you know, if you chose the 106 team, then fair enough. And we, we have to listen to what the, what the fans say. Um, but Trevor Senior, um, I think if you're talking of Reading legends, greatest Reading players of all time, um, I'm going to say at the very minimum, he is a contender to get into the 11, that's for sure. Definitely. We'll, we'll come to that. Um, another player who I would say is a club legend is Kevin Bremner player of the year, 1987, just a hundred percent player bashed defenders around, you know, that, that game against Plymouth three nil down with whatever it was, 20, 25 minutes ago, we won four, three, and that was kind of the Kevin Bremner game, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. Brilliant player, one of my favourite all-time Reading players, and he's been on the podcast as well. <laughs>
0: what do you uh, what do you remember about him, Johnny? Ah, just again, uh, let you say, just he's a standout player. It he, he, yeah. he, he doesn't like played for You know how long you remember certain players, and he's yeah. one of those that just yeah run through run through walls for the club, wouldn't
1: he? Yeah, uh, certainly a Reading Reading hero, that's for sure. Um. And a really, really popular player Uh, and um, turned out to be a a sad story as well. Dean Horrocks um, played Mm. for Reading between 83 and 88, uh, made more than 150 appearances, scored 35 goals. And he was sort of played in the number 10 role type of thing. Superb player. And and Trevor Senior rates him as the best forward he played with at Reading. Uh, And he very sadly died in a car crash in 1990 at the age of 28. Um, but again, for different reasons to Kevin Bremner, just um, a brilliant player to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If Trevor so, says that about him, that's a good judge, isn't
1: he? It's Martin Hicks, without actually saying the word, if Martin Hicks calls Steve Hetsky a legend, then that's good enough for us. And, yeah. and with uh, um, Trevor Senior talking about Dean Horrocks, the, the uh there's certain players on this list who you'd call cult heroes billy whitehurst falls into that category um 1988 89 season a cup i think a couple of the guests that we've had on have mentioned him um they've played against him um and and also they've played against him in in training and i think i can't remember who it was but someone said they played on the was it on the same side as him in training and they and he broke his nose or something like that but yes he was kind of uh he was sort of Kevin Bremner plus 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 wasn't he (laughs) you you knew what you knew what you were going to get with him so uh, not only 19 appearances but eight goals you know good goal scoring ratio but you knew you knew what sort of game you were in for (laughs) if you were playing against Billy Whitehurst that's for sure um Jimmy Quinn, next player, top scorer three times, including a forty-goal season in that, you know, fantastic promotion season. Of course, made more than two hundred appearances, ninety-four goals, top top Reading player. Yeah, and obviously went on to become um, assistant manager in that, you know, season that um, Reading just missed out on going up to the Premier League. Um, next player, someone we've had on as a guest, Stuart Lovell. Made more than 250 appearances, 67 goals. Um, you know, great, great player for Reading. Gave his all. And, you know, he when we spoke to him, he still talks with passion about his time at, at Reading. Um, obviously, he talked about, you know, it didn't didn't go that, that well towards the end. And his experience, uh, let's just say, wasn't all positive. But uh, again, a really memorable player for Reading, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, great finisher. He I mean, had so many good strikers, didn't he? We're going through the system going well. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> we we don't want to make this episode too long, so I'm gonna crack on. Um couple of uh couple of other players to, to mention. Uh first one is Lee Nogan, who um he played in the playoff final in ninety five and it kind of as Dylan said at least once, uh, it kind of started to go wrong when, when he went off. I think he had a calf strain or something in in the final, and then yeah you know Bolton came back into it, but he made more than a hundred games, sorry, a hundred appearances for Reading, um scored twenty nine goals um so uh yeah good good player for for Reddin, I suspect he's he's not gonna get in the the eleven because of all the other players we've got to choose. yeah um but I talked about, I think I mentioned um, the phrase cult status. Now, these two, these next two, Johnny, they're on your short list. Um, uh, and the reason you've given is because they were sort of cult heroes. Uwe Hartenberger and Massar. Now, I'm sorry, Johnny, but they're not getting near the 11 uh, because I don't think they would have even got in the, team of the season that season when they played no no, no look, like it's
0: just you know names yeah, i think people I mean, don't identify with isn't
1: it yeah i mean Uwe hartenberg i do remember him because there was another uve that season for middlesbrough uve fuchs don't know if you remember yeah. him um so yeah i do remember him but obviously he wasn't really a first team regular so um a massar again <laughs> and he he made 31 appearances he only scored three goals. So why you've why you've included him on this list? Obviously, you know, you got your favourites, but he's not getting in the uh, eleven. So that's that's a no. Sorry, Johnny. Damn. Um but you you think he's a cult, a cult hero. I, I kinda like he's something. I I beg I beg to differ on that one. He he was he was quite a good player, but if he's one of your favourites, then fair enough. Now I would rate the following player as a very good player. In fact, the next, the next three, I'm going to um, just name them. Trevor Morley, Steve Moran and Martin Butler. So Trevor Morley, um, probably best known for playing for West Ham, really. But uh, he was top scorer and player of the season for Reading in 1997. 91 appearances, 38 goals, you know, good goal scoring ratio. Um, Steve Moran, player who I really liked. I thought he was a a great player up front for Reading. 143 games, 38 goals. And then Martin Butler, we've used the phrase unsung hero. And Martin Butler um, was player of the season in 2001. Um, He scored 36 goals in 118 appearances. Um, And I think he was a bit of an unsung hero, Or or perhaps it's just that he he didn't really get the recognition I think he deserved, did he?
0: and Jamie Curran said he was his favourite strike partner that he played with. Um, But that injury that he got really, I think, set him back. He never came back as good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we've still got quite a few players to get through, but we are sort of moving into the realms of, um, you know, the more recent players in the last 20 years or so. Um, Nicky Forster has to be on this list. Top scorer twice in 2002 um, and 2003. So the you know the promotion season, 215 appearances, 67 goals. Um, you know, so he's he's a contender for sure. As is the next player, Jamie Curiton, Um Scored more than 50 goals, made more than 100 appearances. Top scorer in 2000. And, uh, two thousand, two thousand and one with thirty goals, and obviously scored that goal that secured promotion at Brentford. So, that alone is uh, makes him worthy of getting on this list, doesn't he? Um, and and out of those two, Johnny, Nicky Forster, Jamie Curriton, you know who 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 would you say that you you liked as a striker?
0: I think they were both different. I remember when Nicky under Pardew, he played on his own up front that playoff season and we played a different way uh, as, a, as a lone striker. Kuro's always been a two-player up front. So, yeah. I, you know, playing together, they weren't always the best combination. Like, again, I, as a finisher, Jamie was was top-notch, but Nicky was, you know, hard to split.
1: Yeah. Really are. Right, we go, we're going to have a quick chat about these um, next four players, but then, yeah. we, we, you know, for the sake of not making the episode too long, we are going to just mention a few of them after that. But I think these these four deserve a, a bit of a chat, really. Firstly, Shane Long, 200-plus um, games, 54 goals, player of the season and top scorer with 25 in 2011. And um, one of those players, you know, like that, that sort of, if you like, inverted commas, typical Irish mentality towards playing football, just always... Gave his all and obviously went on and did really well for Southampton. Um, and I think you really liked him as a player, didn't you, Johnny?
0: Yeah, it, it, the effort. You can never question Shane Long's effort. You know, He always yeah. put himself about and chased and harassed. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and the next
1: two, well, the next three, really, Dave Kitson, Kevin Doyle, Leroy Lita. Obviously, you're thinking 106 season, Premier League, um Dave Kitson top scorer three seasons player of the season in 2005 160 games 62 goals um you know he's certainly in contention for the 11 mm. what what are your thoughts about Dave Kitson
0: he was he was a different type of player wasn't he i think because he'd had to come through the lower leagues again he was hungry to prove a point and i think one of the guys are saying you know he's a different kind of character to normal footballers as well um but he really I remember the West Ham game he scored. Yeah um, he scored two. Um but yeah. I think it's such a hard choice. I think he signed from Cambridge,
1: is that right? Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, was it um was it Brian McDermott was saying that he spotted him playing for Cambridge? That's right, he, yeah. He he could see how he could fit into that reading jigsaw in terms of the type of players that they wanted. And and you're right, you know, he was He was a little bit different. I remember, do you remember when uh, it was him and Sidwell? Obviously, both had red hair or whatever. And the fans were going to do a ginger wig day, weren't they? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Dave Kitson objected to it. And he's not coming to the um, 150th celebration anniversary game um, because he kind of, I think it's because he sort of objects to the way the club's being run or something like that, isn't it? So, yeah, different sort of character. But, Look, let, let's talk about Kevin Doyle now. Top scorer, two thousand and nine, um, player of the season, two thousand and six. Hundred and fifty odd games, fifty six goals. I mean, you know what a what a
0: player, what a find as well. Yeah, definitely, um, just unbelievable. Him and Lo- long together. That's probably the best business reading i have ever done. Getting them to win for eighty grand or seventy grand. Um, yeah, he, he probably, I think he was his own doubt. Was he wasn't selfish enough as a striker? I think if he, if he was more selfish, I think he would have gone on and played.
1: Yeah, he had quite, he had quite a lot of assists, didn't he? I think I saw. Yeah. That day. He had um um as well as his goals, he did set up quite a lot of goals as well. But um he he was the re- one of the reasons he was so popular is because if fans can see that a player is hungry, mm. um. And obviously, he had the skill, he had the talent, but he had the yeah. hunger as well. And and fans love a player who's given their all, and that certainly applies to Kevin Dole. One of the most popular Reading players of all time, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and then Leroy Lisa, you know, part of that um, that same group. Top scorer in 2007. Um played uh, I think it was either around a hundred games or exactly a hundred games I can't remember um thirty two goals so a decent ratio and again different obviously you know playing with someone like Kitson and then you've got Lita, it's a good combination but it was sort of two two from three really wasn't it of, of those
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: right we're going to uh, we're going to sort of crack on and, and mention a uh, a few of those and, and just give a few stats here. Um, Simon Church, been been a guest. Uh, he was at Reading for 10 years, joined as a 14-year-old, uh, and he was telling us about that. Had his problems with injury, had to retire early. Uh, but he was a good servant for Reading. Um, 122 appearances, 22 goals. Um, probably one of these players for you, Johnny, uh, at Colt Hero State, is Sean Gauter. Uh, again, better known really for Man City, I, I guess, and played for other clubs as well. But he was top scorer in 2004. Uh, I can't remember which... He was an international. Was it... Um, can you remember which country it was? I was... I, was, I can't remember.
0: I was going to say Bermuda.
1: Laster wasn't he? Was it Grenada? I was going to Bermuda.
0: Grenada, Bermuda. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah. I don't this, but anyway,
1: Sean Gota. I mean, great to have a player like that at Reading and and we've had a few of those, you know, the likes of Les Ferdinand, Andy mm-hmm. Carroll, where they've you know, they're better known for uh being at other clubs. Um yeah. Reading have had plenty of players like that, Ian Hart being one. We talked about him in the defenders. Um so yeah, feed the goat. He was at Reddin for a while. Um a player that that made a good impact the the time that he was at Reading was Gregor Raziak. Um did he play for, is it Poland?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, he made 30 appearances for Reading, scored nine goals. Um, another popular player, Jan Kermagant, uh, top scorer in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, another player, I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the 11, but he was, um, I think it was a popular player when he was at, at Reading. Sam Baldock, to, sorry, Sam Baldock. 2018 to 2021, 65 games, 10 goals. Um, I think I can confidently predict he won't be getting in the 11, but uh, again, quite a popular player. Um, a player that I really liked for Reading was Glenn Murray. And I think he was on loan from Crystal Palace in 2014. He only made 18 appearances, but he was a great player. He, was, he was, you know, made a really good impact for Reading. Um, scored eight goals, you know, 18 appearances, eight goals. And, of course, he went on to play for Bournemouth and, and then returned to Brighton for a second spell. So, he, he's been a brilliant player elsewhere. But I think also, you know, a, a, a really good player in the time that he was at Reading, do you think?
0: Yeah, I didn't, yeah, he had a big injury. didn't set him back in his career. Yeah. Um, but, he started, you know, to the, towards the end of his career, he was still scoring at the highest level.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, obviously, he's gone on to really make a name for him himself uh since reading hasn't he um the next player definitely you'd say really popular player a fan favorite adam Lafondre. obviously 10 10 years ago we all know what happened promotion back to the premier league um he played more than 100 games he scored 41 goals he was top scorer three seasons in in a row and player of the season in 2013 um he wasn't what you'd describe as prolific. I think his best season was about fifteen goals. So I'm not sure he's gonna um uh, get in into the you know, contention for the the actual eleven. Um probably because of, of that. But he was a really popular player, good good player and, and again a fan favourite, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: yeah. and like you know, part of the side.
1: Yeah, and, and another the the next two players um are players who um, I think Reading fans really like for slightly different reasons. Pavel Pogrebniak. Um, you know, he, he played at a, a higher level, of course, um, but he did make more than 100 appearances for Reading, scored 28 goals. And then, of course, Jason Roberts. Um, you know, he made a, a brilliant impact and you could say was kind of the catalyst for Reading pushing on and getting promotion back to the Premier League, wasn't he?
0: Definitely just in injuries when he were in yeah. the Premier League, wasn't it, same back?
1: Yeah, um, so he was at Reading from 2012 to 2014, and I remember seeing him play, and he just yeah. caused so many problems for defences, they, they didn't know what to do with him, really, um, and he only actually played 28 games, and yeah. um, kind of surprisingly, I think, he only scored six goals, but certainly made a, a really big impression, and you know, at least a couple of the guests that we've talked about. I think Adam LaFondra talked about him very highly, didn't he? Yeah. Um, enjoyed playing with him. Now we're moving into um, actually two current players now. Um, and, and again, just just to stress that this is um, a list from a short list that I've come up with, from a short list that Johnny's come up with and from your suggestions so we've put all those together. So there's probably, you know, it might feel like we've we've missed out even a few seasons here, but we, we've put together a few shortlists. So you might have your own kind of favourites that, that aren't on this list. So sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But um, the the last two players on on this uh, initial list, Yaku Mite and Lucas Yao. Um, Yaku Mite, top scorer in 2019 and 2020. 100-plus games, 43 goals. Johnny, what are your thoughts on him?
0: I love him as a player. I, I think, you know, we, he kept us up, his goals, I think, you know, a couple of those seasons there. And he's just, just in 2000, a bit like Shane Long, you know, always feel like he's put in 100% effort in, even when we're struggling.
1: Yeah. And the final player on the list, um, Lucas Xiao, top scorer last season with, with 22 goals. Um, a player I, I really like, and I know you're the same, Johnny, I actually uh I went to the game when a few years ago when Reading played Sheffield Wednesday and it was it was actually my uh took my two daughters to that game. It's their first Reading game, they've got the shirts. Um mm-hmm. and uh, Lucas Yao scored for Sheffield Wednesday. I think um it was it was at Medacity Stadium as it was called at the time. Um I think uh, uh Sheffield Wednesday won three one. Um and uh, my eldest daughter, after the game, said, "Well, even though Reading lost, I'm still going to be supporting them, which is great. That's that's what, that's what it's like for Reading fans, isn't it?" So, uh, <laughs> yeah, welcome he, he to our world. Scored in that game, and then he he joined um, joined Reading, and he's just. I don't think he's kind of lived up to his potential because you still think of him as quite a young player, but he's not that young anymore, is he? He's like late late. What is he? Twenty eight or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he, on his days, he's, he's yeah. brilliant. It's just yeah. the inconsistency, isn't it? And that's what holds players back from
1: being at the highest you level. Can, it, there is inconsistency, but also you can rely and uh, can rely on him to score goals because you know he he was out injured, and then Reading were really struggling, and um, you know him him not playing was a part of that. And obviously, we had Adam Carroll, and um, you know. He, he, that was before Paul Ince came in. And then all of a sudden, Lucas Yao comes back, starts scoring again. Yeah, He's just got that knack. He's not, you, you can't compare him to sort of a Trevor Senior or a Kerry Dixon, really. But he is, you can rely on him to, to get you some goals. Um, so that's, that's our shortlist. So um, I'm going to say, uh, let's whittle it down to sort of, 12 or so names. So um, I'm going to suggest the names for our short list. Johnny, if there's any you want to add to that, just shout. But I'm going to say um, for, and this is for different reasons as well. Some of it is, is for the goals uh, and they have to be on the list. And some of it is, is for sort of iconic um, players, cult heroes, that sort of thing. So I think, on our shortlist, we have the following players Robin Friday, Trevor Sr., and Kerry Dixon from the sort of the 70s and the 80s, um, Jimmy Quinn, Dave Kitson, Kevin Doyle, Nicky Forster, Jamie Curiton, Kevin Bremner again from the 80s, Shane Long, Adam LaFondre, Leroy Lita, Pat Earls, Dean Horrocks, and Lucas Yao. Um, because I just think he's a talented player. He probably hasn't lived up to his potential, but he, he can score you some goals. Um, is there anyone else that should be on that list or is there anyone on that list that you don't think should be?
0: No, I think we're kind of, you know, you're looking, uh, I think there's some standout candidates on that. I think we'd both agree on that would be kind of, if we're it down to the next list. Yeah. As if you will be saying so, goodbye to you. That's it. I think there's, I mean, there's a few from
1: the seventies, there, eighties, nineties, um, and, and so on. So we've we've got, you know, quite a, a wide range of um, players in in terms of the time that they played for End. So, look, let's um, let's whittle it down. Um, I think if you're talking about forwards, you you have to be talking about goals. Yeah. Um, so therefore, you're looking at um Trevor Sr., Kerry Dixon, Jimmy Quinn, Dave Kitts, and Kevin Doyle. The list goes on really. But I think Robin Friday, you know, he has to be a contender just because it wasn't he did score a lot of goals, player of the season, top scorer, but he was just such an iconic player, brilliant player for Reading. You know, if you talk to Man United fans about the greatest players in their history, they're gonna mention George Best. So, he's, he's in, in that um, iconic status for Reading, isn't he? Robin Definitely. Definitely. So, um, I think, tell me if you agree or disagree. And, and you're, supposed to, you're supposed to disagree on a few things, by the way. So, I, I think we, sh- we should have the following and, and pick two from these. So, I think um, we, we have a final shortlist of Robin Friday, Trevor Senior... Kerry Dixon, Jimmy Quinn, Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle. So we've got to pick two from what's that? Six. Six, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you think? Do you think that is a good final shortlist or do you want Yeah, look,
0: I, the only other ones like, I would go in there again because of someone like Jamie Curran I could, you know, As put a case, you could put a case for a lot of these guys, couldn't it? Nicky Forster Forster as well. But but I think we're trying to narrow it down to we are, and we've got
1: you know, and there's six there, we can only choose two, yeah. And and, you know, and let's take Nicky Forster, Jamie Curiton, Shane Long, for example. You know, are they getting in the team ahead of Kevin Doyle, ahead of Dave Kitson, ahead of Trevor Sr., Jimmy Quinn? I think the answer to that is no. So I think it is those six. And obviously, that's spread out over 70s, 80s, 90s, um the, the 106 team, Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle. So, tell me, you know, who of those six really stands out for you? Because we're going to pick our two plus one sub now. So, which of those players really stands out for you?
0: There's two, and you'd probably say the same two. So, I... <laughs> I, I, the first one, and I don't think anyone... If we're like we said before, talking about how many goals they scored, there's only one man that you could go on goals scored, Trevor Senior. Yeah. You, you said the goals every season. That's I mean, the record.
1: I mean, you look at... I think you judge him by his goals. Because he wasn't, he wasn't a great player, but he was a great goal scorer. Um, yeah. And Trevor Senior, a goal machine, really. Uh, and yeah. you know he like eighty three, eighty four, and the following three seasons he scored forty one, twenty seven, thirty one, twenty four, and then he went away. Middlesbrough and Watford came back, uh, and then he scored twenty four and twenty two, and then the following season fifteen. So he's been in six years at Reading, well seven years at Reading. He's been top scorer. And he scored, he's scored, he's had one 40-goal season. He's had a 30-goal season. He's had four 20-goal-plus seasons. And he's been top scorer in, his, um, in the ninety ninety one 91 season. For me, if you're looking at goal scorers, and he did it over, you know, seven seasons, for me, this is a really easy choice. Trevor Senior, he gets in as our number nine.
0: Yeah, and, and in the era as well, if you look in the late 80s, you know, early 90s, you know, that's, the football was competitive and, you know, and a good standard. Um, and and without, you know, to get no injuries, to, to mm. be able to play through those seasons and to do that, that that's something that none of those other players we've mentioned yeah. have done or got close to. Yeah, and,
1: and look, I agree with, with people who, you know, say Dave Kitson and, and Kevin Doyle. Absolutely, you could put them... In, in this greatest red in 11. i would have no problem from from for that it, apart from the fact that we're we're probably choosing a number nine and a number ten so if you look at the number nine who are the contenders you've got trevor senior Kerry Dixon, jimmy Quinn dave kitson out of those four number nine is your goal scorer so it has to be trevor senior for me
0: yeah, definitely. I, I you can't. I, I don't I actually don't think many people would argue with that because no. it it's it's goal scorer. Like we say, like oh, all yeah. strikers have different attributes, they you know number ten, whatever, but we're looking at a goal scorer. We need goals in that team. Yeah, so he's the man.
1: And the other thing is, um, you're not gonna say that Trevor Senior is a better player than Dave Kitson or Kevin Doyle or Robin Friday or probably even Jimmy Quinn. Um I think the, the player that Trevor Senior was probably most like on this list is Kerry Dixon. Um, but as a goal scorer, as a number nine, you know, you, you're looking at Trevor Senior, Kerry Dixon, Jimmy Quinn, Dave Kitson. Out of those four, just look at the goals. Just look at what he yeah. did. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of those goals were inside the six-yard box, weren't they? But it doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, no, he's a so, goal poacher. He's... He'd made it himself, wouldn't he? You know, and that's the thing.
1: Yeah, and he he said, didn't he? I think when we had him on as a guest, he he enjoyed those goals as as much as the others. Yeah, and bundling yeah. them in, and you know, it's all the goals. That, <laughs> that, that didn't he? I mean, yeah, you'd want a player like that in in your team every time, regardless of who you support. Um, obviously didn't didn't do that well at Watford and Middlesbrough, but for Reading. Yeah, you know, if you're talking about legends, greatest ever players in a particular position, number nine, for me is quite an easy choice, Trevor Sr. Yeah, and no one
0: else can come close to that. Happy with that good voice. Yep, yeah, definitely.
1: And um, you know, I I completely understand why people will want Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle in there. But look, that's our number nine, Trevor Sr. We have got a, a striker available um mm. on the bench, a striker position on the bench. So we'll come to that. Um, so let, let's choose our sort of number number 10, if you like. So we've already kind of talked about Trevor Senior being the number nine, you know, and, and between sort of Trevor Senior, Kerry Dixon, Jimmy Quinn and Dave Kitson. So therefore, by default, we've probably got, um, if you want a number 10 and a number nine up front, um, you know, back in the 80s, it was Trevor Senior and Dean Horrocks for example, um, you know you had Jimmy Quinn and um, Stuart Lovell, didn't you? Um, yeah. You had Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle. So it depends: do you want two goal scorers, um, or do you want, you know, a number nine and a number ten? I think because it's a four-four-two formation, and we've got two wingers, we've got Jilks and Little. Um, I think you want a number nine and a number ten, don't you? Yeah, you know, a combination and somebody's gonna create chances. Um therefore you know, and, So therefore, by kind of default, you know, Dave Kitson would be would be a number nine, Jimmy Quinn would be a number nine, Kerry is certainly a number nine, but we've chosen our number nine, Trevor Sr. So yeah. it sort of comes down to Robin Friday or Kevin Doyle, I think. Yeah. And for me, uh I know why people would choose kevin doyle because it was again i think it's a fair point people are saying well they played at the highest level and i agree but in terms of legendary status greatest reading 11 um i think for me this is this is an easy choice i don't know don't know what you think yeah um you know robin friday or, or kevin doyle you know who who takes it from those two
0: no, I mean, Robin Friday was voted the player of the last century, wasn't he, by the fans? Yeah. Um, and to me, again, we're talking about icons, we're talking about legends. Robin's been gone now for 30 years and he's still talked about and loved. And I wish I could have seen him play. That would have been my dream for Reading, to see a player like him. Yeah, you, you
1: uh, see a few clips, don't you? Not not too much, yeah. But everyone talks about a goal he scored against Tranmere. Um, a bit like um, I can't remember the the other players. Can you remember the, the players it was compared to? <laughs> it, was, uh, oh, it was a bit like a sort of a Dennis Bergkamp type of goal, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was just unique. And and he's and I think it's again, you know, as a player playing alongside Trevor Senior, you can imagine what carnage you would cause. Him and Jilksy on the wings with little on I'll the wings. Tell wing. you
1: what, what about Robin Friday and Billy Whitehurst up front? That'd be quite <laughs> Those two, <laughs> yeah. So, so like
0: you say like all these these other guys, you know, good players. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. There's anyone, Robin Friday.
1: Yeah, I, I think. And we said before this started, we said that uh, we we've got an idea of how this might go. Um, and for me, I thought it's got to be Trevor Senior, and it's got to be Robin Friday because next week, by the way, next Sunday, we're actually going to be choosing a captain for this team. And we're going to be choosing our greatest Reading player from the last 50 years. And Robin Friday is a contender. Trevor Senior is probably a contender as well. But certainly in terms of greatest ever, well, greatest Reading player from the last 50 years and probably greatest ever, Robin Friday is definitely a contender for that one. Probably not captain. Probably not captain. No, 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 no. (laughs) So look, um, are you happy with that? Is that what you thought? Is that how you thought this was going to go? Yeah, definitely.
0: I, I, you know, I. All right, It's clear.
1: Clear. So right. That's it. So we, we've we got our 11. Uh, we've got our two forwards. We've got Trevor Senior, number nine, and Robin Friday, number 10. Um, so we've got to pick a sub. So we've got um, Kerry Dixon, Jimmy Quinn, Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle. Those were the other four players from our final shortlist. What do you think? You know, you can have, obviously you can have a goal scorer. You can have... Um, another sort of player in the number ten role, in, in in which case you you might sort of go for Kevin Doyle. Who do you want on the bench,
0: Johnny? Well, I think like you're looking at a bit of physical presence as well. It's something slightly different to Trevor and Robin, um, and we've got a, <laughs> a choice of goal scorers. We're lucky. Um, if I. I Kind of going like modern guy Dave Kitsing, things a bit different, but we've got different in that team already as a player to come on and cause problems i'd say quinny i'd say bring you know Jimmy yeah. on, and when you need a goal he's yeah. he's the most potent out of all those players and again, I add in
1: my head how big what, what we do we we sort of we talk about it and discuss it and then decide and and Mick Goodin was a little bit of a surprise, but actually when we got into talking about him. Um, we felt he, he was deserving of a place on, on the bench. Um, you know, three player of the season awards, um, not even an unsung hero, but just such a, a fantastic player for Reading, fully deserving of a place on the bench. <coughs> and, excuse me, and, and the way I saw this going is that because of, you know, partly because of that 40 goal season, Jimmy Quinn, you know, if, if you want a player out of those four to come on and get you a goal um and he actually came on in the playoff final in 95 and he did score a goal yeah. but you know that that was the third goal we were already 4-2 down at at that point but yeah Jimmy Quinn was was the one that I thought of you you could have any of them couldn't you really um i think yeah. if it was between Kerry Dixon and Jimmy Quinn you'd probably go for Jimmy Quinn um, I don't know that it could be Dave Kitson, it could be Kevin Doyle. Kevin Doyle would be quite nice to have on the bench, but um, yeah, for me, Jimmy Quinn, because of his goals, yeah.
0: If you had a seven man bench again, like we said before, then you know, you've got other options, yeah. but we're sticking to the five man bench, and that's
1: yeah. Have we got an issue though? If we leave out Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle all together, you know, 106 played in the Premier League, um. You know, fantastic first season in the Premier League, finishing eighth. And and they're, they're scoring goals against Premier League teams. So, I don't know. I'm thinking we've got to, you know, at least consider Kitson or Doyle on the bench. But we're talking about greatest Reading players from, from the last 50 years.
0: And we're talking about goal scorers. I, you know, to me, Quinny's, yeah. a, Quinny's a better goal scorer than them two as a, a
1: goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, do you want? Do you want a striker? You know, do you want a number nine, or do you want a number ten? In which case, um, you could consider Kevin Doyle. But then, if it's a choice between Jimmy Quinn and Dave Kitson, <coughs> excuse me, um, it's tough. But uh, yeah, let's go for for Jimmy Quinn. And I've started coughing, Johnny. So you do a bit of talking now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's you know our our version of the team. Everyone's going to disagree, agree. That's the beauty of football, isn't it? You know, from different eras, different ages. But you know, that's the reasons we've picked those eleven yeah. plus five um, from right. the players that we've seen. So, so know, we're
1: gonna we're gonna ups, we're gonna upset a lot of fans here. We' going to think we're idiots for not including Dave Kitson and Kevin Doyle, even in the squad so sorry about that but we left out Kerry Dixon um, so our two forwards are Trevor senior and Robin Friday and Jimmy Quinn on the bench <coughs> excuse me I'm struggling here a little bit um, so let's uh, let's give you our um, let's give you our final 11 plus our subs so we've got uh, the two forwards, Trevor Senior, Robin Friday, Jimmy Quinn on the bench. Sorry for living out. Dave Kitson and Kevin Dor. But anyway, we have our 11. Goalkeeper Steve Death. Left-back Nicky Shorey. Right-back Graham Murty, Centre-backs Martin Hicks and A.D. Williams. Across the midfield, left midfield, we've got Michael Jilks. Right midfield, we've got Glenn Little. And central midfield, we've got Phil Parkinson and Steve Sidwell. And our two strikers, Trevor Senior and Robin Friday. And here's our bench, and this is interesting. Right, see if you can spot the pattern here. Keeper, Shaka Hislop. Defender, Dylan Kerr. Midfielder, Simon Osborne. Midfielder, Mick Gooding. Forward, Jimmy Quinn. Spot anything about those five? No, you're not trying to say that we fixed that. Are you Mark famous? No, no, no. no <laughs> all, they all played in the, uh, you know, in the mid-90s team, didn't they? I was going
0: to say, they're, they're all on the podcast, apart from Jimmy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we said he's going to come on. We haven't fixed the date yet. So, <laughs> so look, that, that's our 11 plus our five subs. So, what do you make of that? Feel free to contact us by social media and yeah. let us know, even if you think we're complete idiots. Um, that's fine. And listen, next Sunday, we'll be choosing our captain from the last 50 years and our greatest Reading player from the last 50 years. And we'll be talking about some other stuff as well. So please do feel free to vote for your greatest Reading captain and your greatest Reading player from the last 50 years. And you can do that on Twitter or Instagram at 1871podcast or via any of our posts that you see in the Reading FC fan groups on Facebook.